0: I purposely put these creators into like deep waters. Here's three products, what's your concept? And if they can't come up with something and they ask me, well, what do you think would work? No, that's not gonna fly for me because (laughs) then you're an influencer and you're not a content creator.
1: I love it. Yo, what's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Cracking the Cold with the Boys. I'm your boy, Blair. I'm Joe. My name is Rez. Yes, welcome back. And as you guys already know, if you tuned in last week, then you would know that this is a part two of social media. But before we get going, we have a special guest, our very first special guest, first time ever. Woo! So without further ado, please help me welcome the one, the only, the queen of social media herself, the bad bitch, who... <laughs> Welcome.
0: Thank you. Oh, my. I don't think I will ever get an intro that beats that for the rest of my life. Yes, That yes. was incredible.
1: Uh-huh. Welcome.
0: I'm going to make that my alarm in the morning. No, every please day.
2: don't. Please don't do that. No, can you do that? I think that's great. No, no, no. No, don't do that. And then wait. she'll just grow to hate your voice like the rest of us have all grown to hate our own ringtones.
0: Start your day with empowerment, they say.
2: Wow. <laughs> that must be what I'm doing wrong. My alarm <laughs> says,
1: fuck you, bitch. Oh God. How's everyone's day going though? Good.
0: Uh, you know,
2: I'm man, I'm so tired.
0: I'm having <laughs> I'm a so tired,
1: tired.
2: She's having a great day. I'm so tired. Yeah, wait, why are you tired? Um, I might be the cancer moon, but I'm not sure. Oh. We did just leave a mercury retrograde, so things have been a little hectic.
1: Oh, of course. I forgot about that. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. I'm not in tune with what what grade? What happened?
2: Mercury was in retrograde. That usually means you feel a little bit discombobulated and some not so great things occasionally happen during that time.
3: Oh, shit. So, yeah, you came in here earlier really all hot and all
2: hot and bothered. <laughs> about Popeyes again? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no, you you're just hot. You're like, why is it so hot? in it's here? It's so hot in here. I'm having a hot flash. I swear to God. Are you hot?
0: I feel great.
1: Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I'm just losing it. It's fine. (laughs) Artichoke. uh, Artichoke
0: tea. Artichoke tea. Southeast Asian secret. (laughs) 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 But does
2: it taste like artichokes? What does it it taste like?
0: It does, but very light and it just is totally detoxing. So you wouldn't be hot right now. Have you had some of this?
2: Wow. Okay, so start your day with artichoke tea and empowerment.
1: And that was a sponsorship. Thank you guys (laughs) very (laughs) much. All right. So we last left off on Dragon Ball Z. Uh, Sorry. Talking about Vine and... Then we went to what did we get like? Well, I think guys, we,
2: I think we you know? really stopped at the point where we were kind of like at modern day where we had yeah. rehashed everything. Like, Hung, do you remember your your first MySpace layout? Like, do you remember the song you picked? And you were like, "This is the one that all the bitches are gonna be like, I'm the coolest." <laughs> I don't think
1: she was like, "Oh like yeah,
0: bitches." I wasn't thinking about bitches back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> okay, I, just me.
0: <laughs> I was definitely trying to seem cool to like my peers, mm-hmm. and so it was just California by Phantom Planet.
2: Oh, my God. Okay, so she was based. you know, we've been on the run. Oh, yes. In the, the OC. Song. Yes, OC yes, song. yes, yes. Okay, oh God, everybody can okay. get down with that. Oh, shit. Sandy Cohen's eyebrows are so hot right now. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Oh, okay. okay. So that, and then you know, we we kind of went over AIM versus MSN, which Joe no. was like one of the few weird people who used MSN Messenger.
3: Hotmail.com.
0: <laughs> <laughs> still
3: got it. <laughs> email me at seven four two at hotmail.com. Oh my what god! The uh, fuck? Can you please? Uh, why? <laughs> I still use it for all my junk email. Yep. Yeah.
0: That's epic.
2: I actually do use my my original like screen name. I do use that. I can't tell you my screen name because I use it for my password for everything.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, guys.
3: But I guess another recap. So mm. last time, yeah, we went through a lot of social media. It's basically starting from the beginning. Yeah, going through, yeah, AIM, mm-hmm. whatever. And then we were kind of going through the decade from like, what, 2005 until up until now, right in the TikTok. And then... Um. So this, this is the two-parter. This is where two-parter. I feel like
2: we were getting to the point where we needed an expert to step in yeah. and be like, so this is kind of the state of social media and this is kind of where it's going because we, I don't know, I think where we really need to take the conversation is, I think when a lot of social medias were created, and you guys can disagree with me, mm. the idea was to connect people. Fuck no. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so the, yeah, totally the idea was like to bring people together who wouldn't have had an opportunity to connect otherwise. Yeah. Now it kind of almost seems like social media in my eyes is like a way for people to brand themselves. Mm-hmm. It's almost like we're selling ourselves yeah. and not even authentic versions of ourselves.
1: Hundred mm-hmm. percent, Because, you know, Rez doesn't look like herself. <laughs> I will cut you. I love Raz.
2: <laughs> I, I don't care that I look like a disheveled kind of butch character right now. Just, you know, will, Mar-
1: just know Marquette loves you, though.
2: He should. My bam-bams <laughs> look really nice in this shirt. Um, you guys are lucky I put some form of a bra on for you today respect That's okay. <laughs> but I think one of the questions to ask is where do you feel that we are right now with social media what do you think is like the main purpose of it in our world right now
0: So that is a very loaded question, as all questions regarding social media is, but the best thing I can say is we're at a fork in the road right Mm -hmm. now. People without a brand and without a sales intention are definitely feeling social media fatigue. Mm -hmm. They just want to check out of it and put their phones away. But people who have a brand and they have an invention, they have something that they want to push, they feel more exhilarated than ever because apps like TikTok are... You know algorithmizing all the content and they're getting dopamine hits from like views that they were never able to garner before Mm -hmm. and and there's no logic to it at Mm -hmm. all they just you can get like 10 views per video and then post something at the right time with the right combination the algorithm will give you a million views if that doesn't give you a dopamine hit i don't know what does and if you have an intention of something you want to sell that's going to keep you going for the next like two years, that one yeah. video, you know, so it's very interesting the way that it's absolutely controlling our behavior and, and it, it, it just is the fact now. So I'm very curious to see where it goes from this fork, but there is a diversion in our, I want, I want to say civilization about yeah.
1: it. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. What I want to know is at what point, um, did you get into social media? Like who, did someone inspire you or you just, you know, you did it, you know, yeah. come up stories kind of nuts. <laughs>
0: So I graduated from college, mm-hmm. and most of my You're peers. Berkeley. <laughs> I'm a Cal Bear. Woo.
1: <laughs> oh God! No. Mm-hmm.
0: So, so I, I graduated from university, and immediately after, most of my peers didn't take a break. They started their consulting jobs at Ernst <laughs> and Young, at Goldman Sachs, and they were just into adulthood. Shout out to them. And I, I have figured I've been going to school for like freaking 15 plus years, you know, 20. And so I need to take some time off and really figure out what is rewarding to me. And at that time, I figured I really love writing. I really love um, visual art, photography, but what could I possibly do? And around that time, Instagram was coming up and it was becoming essential for businesses to get into it, kind of where businesses are with TikTok now, but this was in 2012. So I started working for this small farm in, in uh, um, Ventura, and they sold they what? they made and sold microgreens that's what they grew and they're at whole foods so they wanted me to just run their instagram make different dishes okay. take pictures of it and all of a sudden this perfect job just like fused into nice. one for me because of social media cuz Before social media, I would have either become a photographer or a writer, right? There was no medium where I could do both. And now here I was managing this Instagram account. But, you know, I was making 500 bucks a month just enough to like have fun at the Ratchet Hollywood Clubs, you know, while while living at my mom's and not asking for any money. But then I had this moment where I'm like, this can't be my future. Like, (laughs) and and Instagram wasn't big enough for me to hustle and get more clients at that point. That was around
1: 2013.
0: 2012, 2012. this was. Yeah. And so. For me to go out there and convince businesses that they needed Instagram, it wasn't there yet. And so around this time Uh, where I was trying to figure out, should I go work for an agency, what should I do, this job opportunity kind of fell in my lap, and I started working for a French fashion company. I was there for three years, (laughs) just helping making clothes yeah. and design and stuff
1: so you said around 2000, okay 2012 instagram you were trying to convince these businesses to invest in it essentially vine was during that time so th- they weren't convinced by that at all
0: absolutely not uh-uh. and in fact vine was a deterrent because it made social media feel clownish yeah it didn't see it wasn't it wasn't hmm. about product it was Which is about, crazy yeah all it the was money about that these little made. I not. mean, but think about any famous Vine
2: person you can think of right now who made a name for themselves. It was seven seconds of them doing something ridiculous. Like mm-hmm. I don't think there was one Vine champion who was like, "In seven seconds, I'm going to make you feel something," or "In seven yeah. seconds, I'm going." It was like, "Hi, welcome to Chili's," yeah. or yodeling in a Walmart, <laughs> or oh, you God. know, it, or somebody doing some jackass type stunt. I mean, yeah. to me, that makes sense that people would be deterred by that.
1: Yeah, no, I, and I totally agree. That's why I, last week when I made that only like 10 percent, I feel like King Badge, Amanda Cerny, Layla Ponds, um, sadly enough, Jake Paul, Logan Paul, they've managed to overcome social media and become successful, you know, without vine being you know being around anymore so so
0: i would say in 2012 2013 social media was having an identity crisis it was finding mm. its footing in yeah. our lives where does it fit and we were all freaked out by it but we all enjoyed it Hell again yeah. <laughs> i keep going back to this but because of the satisfaction and the psychological affirmations that we would get that we wouldn't get before but you know is it going to go commercial is it going to go personal is it going to like really delve into our lives that wasn't there quite then, so I kind of took a break from that relationship. I went and did something else. That was a horrible relationship that didn't I didn't find fulfilling at all. So by the time I got out of fashion, it was 2015, and I didn't have to convince a single business to be on social media. They either already were or they were looking to do it. So that was uh, the beginning and middle of my story. It's
1: fucking wild. Mm-hmm. That's crazy, yo. That's yeah. crazy.
0: Timing is everything, I think. Yeah. Even if you seem to have found the perfect thing, it might not be ready for you. You might not be ready for it.
2: So. What's one of the biggest changes you've seen over your course of really like delving back in in 2015 to now in 2021? What's like a huge difference where you are like that's, That's definitely changed in social media.
0: The prevalence of the possibility of a normal human being that would otherwise be considered average to themselves in society to be able to make a huge impact and grow a huge following. It's crazy. Before social media and even when it started, influencers were not as prevalent. You had to work really hard. But now it's like... You know, the algorithms are just, TikTok is turning influencers left and right. I, I talk to some people and they have like a million followers and, and they say, oh, I got started seven months ago. And, and it's <laughs> wild.
1: Yeah. What that's yeah. gonna
0: do to our culture, I'm not sure but <laughs> but it's it's you know it's causing the younger generation to aspire to be that yeah. where when we were their age we were aspiring to be teachers and like you know <laughs> yeah. adventurers or actors or whatever it yeah. is um now it's a different ball game now it's a completely different ball game they're it's trying like to be quick
3: success yeah, yeah quick fame well, I mean, music equals money equals there's pain. a yeah.
2: there's a little one of my friends in Omaha <laughs> <laughs> Omaha is a teacher and They did a, what do you want to be when you grow up? And one of them put YouTube star and another one was like TikTok influencer. And it's just like, damn, I think I was writing zoologist at the time.
1: (laughs) I (laughs) think uh, (laughs) it totally makes perfect sense because uh, nowadays people want financial freedom and to be able to work for themselves and they see how, you know, the success or most of the most of the success because I have a few friends that are you know big influencers but what they get is not what people think they get like I have a friend that you know on TikTok a guy 10 million he's been doing it since musically but what's crazy is like I think last year was when he finally finally just started and he's been doing it forever and then you hear people like yeah i've been doing it like four months and here i am in a million and he's like even him himself he's like i don't get it man like i've been doing this for a minute and i'm just now like just now getting results that i feel like i should have gotten forever ago um but what i want to ask you is is there do you think there's a divide between youtube and tiktokers
0: yes absolutely Mm -hmm. the the youtubers Because
1: they were getting the same shit
0: that
1: TikTokers and all these other people are getting. when
0: The YouTubers are the workhorses. If you have made on YouTube, I have so much respect for you because YouTube has never manipulated. And and I don't use that word lightly and I don't mean it with any judgment. Of course. But um, they don't have an algorithm that just randomly makes people famous. So you have (laughs) to earn your YouTube following and connect with your commenters and all of that. And if you get to a thousand, you feel so happy because you're like, oh. I I edit so many videos. It's a rite of passage in a way. Uh, And and I think that that merit as a YouTube artist at a thousand, you become a better artist because you're like, this is what got me here. I want to get to 20,000. How do I do that? But with TikTok, what can you do with 15 seconds? How are you going to get so much better? You're just going to completely like recreate what got you the most views, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, my cat video got me a lot of views. Let me just film 10 more videos with my cat in the same way. You guys
2: need my cat to shit again, don't you?
1: Yeah. So,
0: yeah. <laughs> so that's not to um that's not to like disrespect yeah, any course. TikTok creators because a lot of them are also successful on YouTube and all these other platforms, yeah. but the, the format today on TikTok is causing people to have to express themselves much shorter of a time, meaning a lot less work, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that is. Well yeah.
2: this brings me to a question that somebody actually landed in my DMs. I think it'd be a good spot to input this is can anyone become an influencer? And the follow-up to that is how would I be good at social media? Like if this, if somebody wanted to be an influencer and they're like, I'm going to be an influencer. Can anybody do it?
0: Mm-hmm. It depends. Um, I, I think some people would argue that if you have the charisma, or you have the looks and you can go on and buy 20,000 followers <laughs> and then just start living that life and believing it and brainwashing yourself. There's actually a documentary out about oh that right God. now. That's horrifying. And, yeah. and then it, it worked, you know. <laughs> um so So like you buy
2: your followers and then you're like i'm an influencer (laughs) right oh my god (laughs) yeah (laughs) yes
0: it's pretty until
3: you make it
1: I, I hope you know who I'm talking about. Um, so, and I apologize. I have to describe this person this way. So, there is a white girl that is a influencer. I'm putting air quotes, but she's famous because she bought all of her followers, and she's famous on Twitter. She has a crap load of followers on twi- like on her Instagram, but like I think like she has like three million. But she only gets like 3,000 likes on her thing. Do you you know who I'm kind of might be talking about? I I, don't. Okay, man. It's so bizarre. Like she's almost infamous, but like she's verified too, but. Like, none of her people are real. Was it's she like, on
0: the documentary at all? Because oh, I haven't no. gotten to see it.
1: No, no, no. No, she's not. I, I, don't, I don't think she is, but... She's more like a, an urban legend at this point. Okay. Yeah, oh. I, I'll have to, I'll have to... You have to, have to send
0: me that information. It's so
1: weird. Yeah. It's so, it's so bizarre how some people, you know, they're, they have all these followers, but then, you know, when you do the percentage, just like, bro, you're only getting like 5% like. How do you have that? Like, because right. you need like at least a 13% better, right? Engagement?
0: Um. Okay, so... The TikTok algorithm, let's start there, the TikTok algorithm facelifts itself every three months completely. And so, so no matter how time. much you know about the algorithm, it, changes. it flips on you th- every 3 months. <laughs> every Surprise. every 10 days it makes small changes and so then you might notice a dip in your watches and then you like change it up whatever. So the Instagram algorithm has a longer cycle, so they might flip every 6 months or so, mm-hmm. but when there is a flip, people who like are not very analytical, they might see a dip in their engagement. So I've heard everything from now a healthy engagement rate on Instagram is like 5% now because the algorithm. Rhythm is so harsh. They want you to pay to play the views oh, that you used yep. to get they uh-huh. want you to now you're so accustomed to getting those views that they took them away so you're like how much money do I have to put in to seem real now you uh-huh. know um, and and so it's these algorithms <laughs> you know dictating our behavior and how we spend uh-huh. our money now god
2: damn you know what's really interesting about that about the, the Instagram algorithm particularly because as you guys know I'm, I'm trying to get hip and get into TikTok but lord is it hard for grandma over here <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 Grandma Jesus Christ but I, nope. I like Instagram cause it's pictures yeah. and there's pictures. nothing simpler to me than and looking reels. at some good old pictures. <laughs> I don't even like the reels that much. I'm more in, interested in just looking at pictures. Nobody's talking to me. I get a moment of silence, oh my God. but here's, what's interesting is I've noticed that when I'm posting stories, if I go on a meme binge, my story views go down and this is consistent. I think it's very interesting, but if I put myself in my stories, the views go up, but I'm like, nobody can see what's in my story unless they uh. watch it. I was like, so does Instagram register like, hey, you get more likes if you're in things. So um, we're putting this in front of people's feeds because it's like, it's been better for you. Huh. I, it's weird because it's consistent. I've noticed this trend over, well, because as you guys know, if you look at my <laughs> profile, I really didn't put myself in anything for like years. Yeah. Ever since I started putting myself in it, this has been a consistent thing. Hmm. I usually don't get that many views in my story. I had myself in it yesterday with eyeliner on. I got over 400 views on my stories on days hmm. when I'm not wearing makeup and I'm just posting like meme bombing everybody. Yeah. Maybe 200. Mm. Okay. It's drastic.
0: Yeah. So what you said is absolutely right. All these algorithms are tracking not only what you're looking at and what people are engaging with, but Mm. how much time you're spending there. Mm. Say Blair looked at a basketball picture for two seconds, but he actually like looked at an acting article for – 10 yeah. let's show him more acting articles yeah and so with res if you got more organic hits off of like your face being there the algorithm's gonna track your face on your yeah, stories boy next people time like my there.
2: face yeah That's, no i love it especially marquette yeah, I'm that's sure all does. they want.
0: And and the, the <laughs> bottom of it all is that these apps are competing for your screen time. So let's say you have two hours of free time today that you're going to spend on your phone. They're all fighting for you to stay on their app for as long as possible. <laughs> TikTok doesn't want you to go to Instagram and Instagram does not want you to go to TikTok. And so <laughs> they're going to make it so interest based that you can't get off of it.
1: Yeah, my screen time is actually uh, the most thing I'm on is Yahoo mail. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I I look at my mail all the time.
0: They're probably the safest algorithm to be fucking with right
1: now.
0: (laughs) 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 Oh, yeah.
2: I would (gasps) definitely say that mine I'm guilty of still is Instagram. It's just so simple for me. But Uh, like Facebook has gone so far down. I literally go in maybe (laughs) once a week to just check on all my airline peeps Mm. and be like, what's what's good? What's good? I like this. I like this. Congrats on the grand baby. Hey, you look great. Mm. Oh my God, your tits in that dress. And then I'm off.
1: <laughs> um I was working with um a comedian like forever ago and she was telling me that for her this is comparing Facebook to YouTube um that she prefers Facebook over YouTube because they pay better and um that's where all her followers are at is on Facebook um have you came across other influencers that are like oh yeah I prefer to be on Facebook cuz to me I'm just like really I don't hear that as a thing but have you oh no
0: Not at all. That's so weird, yeah. I have actually heard um, the majority... So I lead a team of 170 creators, Mm -hmm. and they're both across Instagram and TikTok, and they say that, like... Facebook is their lowest on the totem pole. Now Instagram's getting sunken down too because they're not getting the same action and views and stuff because of the pay to play format and the algorithm changes. So no, that's the first time I've heard about Facebook. But YouTube and TikTok both pay their creators directly. You get checks from YouTube, you get checks from TikTok. If you like, you know, garner a lot of views, then Mm. you get into their creator program. I, I, I don't, I've never heard of like Facebook doing that.
1: Yeah, no. I just this—that's what they told me. But maybe, um, so,
0: maybe one one thing is if she really honed her followers in a community on Facebook, yeah. then brands would definitely come to her and yeah. say like, "Hey, we have, um, you know, a, a product that we really want you to push on Facebook because we're not getting any action there." Yeah. So you know. Um, I could definitely see that happening for sure.
1: Yeah, I um, I was, I remember when I first did TikTok like for, I don't know, a while, forever ago and still to this day, you okay, this is going to how you said like, oh, you know, you find your one video and then you kind of redo it and maybe like do something different. There's one video on my TikTok that has literally for some reason always garnished the most and uh, it's like this little one minute skit and I, I posted it like, Uh, back in 2019 and it uh, got almost like half a million and I was like oh okay cool and then I had started seeing like a trend I was like oh man and then I was like oh maybe I'll just repost it like because you know it's been like months no one's gonna like go back and look and then it just like shot up and so like every time I post that video it just gets views but nothing like almost nothing else gets views like when I actually do a TikTok I actually do a, like a, a TikTok instead of like putting a skit in and uploading it. Yeah, like my other TikToks, they don't get views. But when I upload like a skit, they get views. Do you come across people that find where when they do TikTok trends, they don't get views? But when they upload like something from their YouTube, they get better views like
0: yeah i actually had a girl like come into my dms this morning and ask me this exact question she's oh, a, she's a beauty instagrammer and then right. she came over to tiktok for some reason all the beauty videos she posted would get like a 100 views only but every time her dog was in the video mm. she would get like thousands and so now she's feeling <laughs> oh, the God. pressure this of sucks. she's feeling ah. the pressure of having like her dog in all of her videos even though she works with makeup brands so yeah. she was asking me how do i combat that. And the best advice I have is you kind of need to be stubborn a little bit. I work alongside these algorithms, but in a way I feel like it's humans against the algorithm and I don't want it to dictate so much of how you want to be creative online. Right. And so the algorithm really rewards finish rates, completion rates. So, That's that's YouTube and TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, they track how many viewers who don't know you, who like stumbled upon your piece of content, how many watch until the end. Mm-hmm. And if you okay. have like a 90% completion rate, like 90% of your viewers watched until the end, they're going to deem your content as valuable and show you to thousands more people. And that's how the views spike. And so if you're uploading something that's 45 seconds onto TikTok, it's very unlikely that you'll get anywhere above 10% finish rate. Yeah. So that's why everyone feels like the... whether they know about this finish rate thing or not they feel the pressure to like upload shorter like content so that they can get more views. you know what's
2: really crazy about that is as you guys maybe know i'm in advertising Mm -hmm. and we have to tell clients all the time who want to do 60 second videos they want to do 45 seconds we go no and i'm like have you ever have you ever been scrolling through your facebook or Mm -hmm. the and they'll be like yeah i got all that i'm like which ones do you scroll past the most and they're like the ones that are long and i'm like you nobody has an attention span anymore it's can you make an impression on somebody in 15 seconds we tell people that we're like if you can split your creative into like two to three to four different 15 second ones get it on a rotation we'll take your campaign from there i think that applies to both to social media too Mm -hmm. we are being built to have shorter attention spans it's can you make an impact in a short amount of time yep and it, it might be sad, but it's it's where we're at. I mean, I sometimes see myself at fucking home watching TV, and I'm like, oh, my God, I can't even pay attention to this show I like because there's too many distractions. <laughs> my phone is going off. Friends are trying to FaceTime me. Your cats want love. My cats want love. <laughs> uh, oh, my God, my work email. Oh, my God, it's past hours. Do I really have to answer it? Oh, my God. You know, like, there's so many things going on. Before I know it, I'm like, when did Ben and Aaron build that table? It's a beautiful. <laughs> Right.
0: So, oh God. so like with all of this being said, I yeah. do want to like flip it to see the positive side of social yeah. media. Right. So I, I would like to ask you guys, do you, what do you feel like are the positive values of social media? Because are we all involved in it? Do we all have Instagram? <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah. Oh God. They're so deep in the rabbit hole of on the air studios. 100%. You can go, Joe. For positives. Um,
3: I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely the way now to like get your stuff out there but it's funny I'm making this positive but it's actually a negative I'm like (laughs) you you can put it out there as much as you want and but like nobody's gonna fucking watch it (laughs) Unless, unless you're you know you've been doing it for a while and actually people people actually start seeing it and if it's good and then it gets out there and stuff but no it's definitely it's definitely a way of For like you, you can't, you, you don't just have to like back in the old days, come out to LA and like get on a show to to even just be on, on the screen. It's like, that doesn't even matter anymore. Like internet, TikTok is the new, is the new like entertainment standard. I think at least what people are
1: watching anywhere online. Mm -hmm. So what's crazy that you said that is that SAG, (laughs) this union, which I'm trying to be a part of, they last week announced because of the pandemic that they are going to acknowledge influencers as part of the union and i was just like damn are you fucking kidding me and of course i have i love acting and i've been trying to get a part of the union and um there's i get it you know secure your bag there's a little jealousy a little tiny bit because a lot of these influencers are now being part of Sag because of in their their content and you know I I get it and the reason why Sag did it was because well a lot of their they have like over 160,000 people under Sag and they were out of jobs so they all went to like YouTube and TikTok to try to make money because they weren't working on set. And Sag was like, well, dang, we can't technically it's part of it's a money thing, really. We can't grab that money from you guys because it has nothing to fall under our contract. So why not just make y'all guys a family so we can get your money so Addison Ray and Charlie D'Amelio and one other person that was named in the article are going to become like SAG amongst people that, you know, is as long as you're getting brand deals, like you can have a million. But I mean, like there's a criteria you have to meet. But what's crazy is that they're not forcing the influencers to join. So they have an option, whereas like me doing the acting route. um, I can, I get three vouchers and at some point I become a must join. And then SAG is like, no, bro, you got to join. But whereas influencers, you know, they can kind of like twaddle, you know, just tweet a little line. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah.
2: For me, I think the greatest benefit of social media, like everything else in my life, is an old school thing. Oh, yes. Um, You know, I love the 90s. I love denim jackets. I love everything old that can be new again. Mm -hmm. And for me what I've found with social media that's old, that's new again is connecting with people. Amen. There's so many people on social media. I, I touched on this last week. I wouldn't know them at all or I wouldn't know them as personally as I do us if it weren't for social media yeah i mean like oh i met blair and joe through a guy who saw me on one (laughs) of my friends stories and said thought i looked funny i don't know if i thought i was funny or that i looked funny but whatever it was (laughs) he told joe and blair you should audition this chick yeah and i was like oh hey guys i sent them my audition tape on Instagram, yeah, that's
1: amazing.
2: I mean, so we met each other basically through social media. Had it not been for that, I maybe wouldn't be sitting on this couch in this stifling hot fucking room <laughs> with Baby Barbara staring at me. Oh God, what? I'm okay. I don't need your you
1: artichoke Thank you. Who have you seen, Baby Barbara?
0: No, I have not. Oh, okay, oh. yeah, don't mind me. Oh Jesus Christ, I hate her so much.
1: Please grab Stop right now.
2: Stop! What? Stop! I touched her hand once by accident.
0: What is going on?
2: Yeah, it's baby That's Barbara. That's how you guys should get TikTok famous with that.
0: Blair, this is your niche right here. You, this you, <laughs> you and this doll.
2: She looks just like you, the same tone <laughs> of skin and everything.
1: Yes, this is baby Barbara. Oh. My She's gosh. a little cutie. Yeah.
0: Oh,
2: dear. She makes my <laughs> stomach hurt like, when I see
1: her. a little worried right now. You
2: guys, we have a guest. Can you please put that away? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my <laughs> god. It'll be under the...
2: Um, so, wait. So, my, my question is this. Because how would you define an influencer to people? Because a lot of people who are consuming social media things or listening to talks like this, let's face it, a lot of them are like, well, how do I exploit the algorithm? So, how, what is considered an influencer?
1: Uh, bikini pics. Shirtless. Bam, famous.
2: Okay, well that hasn't worked <laughs> yeah, for any of us here except for maybe who? Huh? So we'll uh, we'll ask the actual influencer in the room.
0: I don't like that word and I don't think it's a real word. I'm a I'm I'm a little bit of a conspiracy theorist against it. Ooh. It's it's you're either a content creator who, who who's mm-hmm. stuff that people like or you're not. And when people see what you make and what you're using, people either feel connected to it or they don't. But that term influencer has become so like in a way... Overused. Not overused, overly valued in our society for so many different reasons. So I I don't agree with it. When
2: I think of influencer, I think of like back when things maybe first started and you'd see people with an endorsement deal and the idea was... I feel like the fame was so few and far between on social media that these people were trying to influence you to use a product. Whereas now you have micro influencers, you have the big daddy influencers, you have the small pocket, the niche kind of like content kind of, influencers and i'm like so we're all just influencing each other is what i'm getting at here
0: i'm influenced by my friend i'm influenced by my mom and she doesn't even have instagram like (laughs) like you know we facetime and i see her in like a a lipstick i'm like what is that but but i do test this a lot in people that i work with so if i have a brand deal like i do right now this nature health brand Mm -hmm. wants to pay $200 to five TikTokers to feature, you know, their products in their videos. And so I am managing this whole campaign for them. And I purposely put these creators into like deep waters and I don't give them any guidance. I'm like, here's three products like what's your concept? And if they can't come up with something and they ask me, well, what do you think would work Mm. like that? No, like that's not going to fly for me because (laughs) then you're an influencer and you're not a content creator. Ooh. If that makes any sense, yes, I love and it. So I really, I, love it. I really care about that, and I think it's that's good because that's uh, Blair's beef. Blair I Blair really gets really upset it. when
2: he's when he sees people who are just not doing shit. He wants he wants people's creativity to be expressed. Yeah.
3: When oh, so when you when you find these creators, is there like a standard that or at least like a minimum, like they have to have this many followers, this many like likes and like engagement, or how, how do you find these specific ones for like let's say this two hundred dollar or five tiktokers How well, do you find them?
0: That's, I don't find them anymore because I've already found them so like my team of like 170 uh, people I've kind of capped it at that like unless I meet someone extraordinary that I see has talent on like you know premiere or like you know like something next level I'm good with the people I have because I've worked with them. They're tried and true. I know they're true artists. Amen. And if I have to wonder about it, I'll do this test on them. And if it doesn't work out, I won't. Like today, I was like, this this girl can't really, like, you know, come up with a concept. I won't ask her to the next thing just because I want true creators, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so oh, I don't really mess outside of my circle. And that's why, you know, Blair asked, do you know about that girl that purchased that? I don't know. I'm kind mm. of unaware of what's going on in the ecosystem <coughs> because... <laughs> I really yeah, just trust my people, and I trust them. That's yeah. it, you know. As you
3: should, as you yeah. should. How did you create this circle?
0: Um, so I got hired as a consultant for a new video e-commerce app that launched in May of last year. Mm-hmm. And so my task was, um, they their app they wanted short form content like TikTok, but there was like an e-commerce like charge to it. So, so like, they wanted to add on, okay, you like what that girl's wearing? Click this link, and you can shop her whole outfit within our app. Mm -hmm. But it was short form, quick content like TikTok. And so my role with two other colleagues was to build out teams like this one team of creators that can make really compelling storytelling content. And the app was very ruthless. They would reject videos that they felt like were poor quality. And so it would be a waste of time for me to bring on somebody that didn't have these technical skills. Right. Mm -hmm. I was setting them up for failure and I'd be wasting my time, their time and the app's time. And so we had to like really filter through and find the people who really were like mavericks. You see what some of these people. Like I cannot believe it like that that came out of a phone or a computer and your mind. It's beautiful And so once that becomes your threshold I think you don't settle for less yeah. when you're managing and your name is on the line and so is your paycheck like you only want to find high-quality people like that,
1: mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I, um, that I just I um, I had a friend re- reach out to me to um, look f- um, look for someone that is big on TikTok to do a dance to their uh, song. And I instantly know I really, I was like, oh, OK, yeah, don't worries. I, I know who I can talk to. But I also knew like, yeah, this is, this is the homie. He's going to charge a lot as he should because he's been doing it for so long. And I was I came back to my friend. I was like, yeah, he's charging like his base is like a thousand. He's like, what the fuck? so much, man. I just, I just, you know, this is like 15 seconds. I'm like, yeah, but dude, like you don't understand. Like this dude's been doing this for years. Like it's a thousand. So he just could not grasp it and all that. And I had to basically reach out to someone else that's a little bit less than like, you know, um, they're like in the 300,000s and they settled for his price. But, but I'm just like, man, he really was so like pissed at that thousand. I'm like, bro. Like, this is this, what I'm
0: talking about like, about I'm sorry. <laughs> the fork in the road in <laughs> the know. sentiments. You know, yeah. some people are like stoked about it, and some people are just like, I don't get why they're being paid so much. But <laughs> like, like that saying, there's a lid for every pot. Mm-hmm. That $1,000 collab fee is going towards Coca-Cola. He's getting that from Pepsi. He's getting that from like, you know, Nissan. So he's not messing around with like the mom and pop shops. Yeah. You know,
2: I think that's what's so interesting to me is like these endorsement deals that I see on these apps with quote unquote, the influencers. Mm -hmm. I, I sometimes wonder when I'm looking at people's content is I'm like, do you really believe in this product or are you just mm. trying to get a paycheck? And like, Ooh, like yeah. here's the thing it's, it's a, you got to get what you got to get. Yeah. The times are tough. But for me, that's something I'd be so okay. I always use this expression with people. I was explaining like this. I'm like, if I somehow were to get famous for let's say comedy writing one day <laughs> and I were given an endorsement deal and it was from Pepsi. I would be like, the money is great, but I'm sorry. I can't do this because I fucking hate Pepsi. <laughs> this would be a lie. I would be lying to everybody. I I would be lying to everybody if I if I was like Pepsi Cola. It's <laughs> like I'm, I'm I got to hold out for Coke. I'm sorry. Like I don't drink you. I don't believe in you. I think you taste like dirty diapers. Like I don't want it. Why dirty diapers? And so I don't know. I just I hate how Pepsi tastes. I think Coca Cola is so sexual. And so it's like for me, I, I think about that. And I sometimes watch these influencers, and I'm like, do Do you really like that tofu veggie ramen set that you got? Like, or, or do you really use that cream every night on your face? Or it's like, do you, you just, you got that dog toy box and right. you, you don't even have a dog.
1: <laughs> Where's your dog at now that I think about it? <laughs>
2: you, like, I, I sometimes wonder, I'm like, is this, is this really worth it? Or is yeah. just, just how a, a new career for people is just being the face of endorsing anything and everything. Yeah.
0: So. So I have a funny story, like a very personal story about this year three posting travel and beauty videos on my Instagram. I started monetizing. And the first time I got a big offer, I was so far in on brand deals just because I wanted to study it, learn it, like learn how the, these companies were running it. Just so I can get that knowledge for myself, That's but a also, to, you know, cheap yeah, out. exactly. And and also, I had this bigger plan in mind. I wanted to do the other side, you know. And so, um, I'll never forget. I, I was totally in sellout mode, and then Michelob Ultra comes up <laughs> to me, <laughs> and I was all about wellness and like yeah. yoga and whatever. And they're like, we'll pay you six hundred dollars to post two pictures on Instagram you as you know your your influencer self doing yoga with a Mikkel of ultra next to you I'm like what this is so wacky what but I was so far gone into this I'm so ashamed I said okay and then I I, and then I was so embarrassed to ask any of my friends to shoot me so I like bribed my uncle for 20 bucks to like go (laughs) to a park and shoot me and not tell anybody in our family about it
3: oh god and
0: I posted it and then after that I had a whole existential meltdown I was like, I need a break from this thing this is crazy and so for a year year I barely posted because I felt like it conditioned me voluntarily. It was my fault as well. Like I just got so into it, you know, um, I never have drank. I I never drink that. And why did I post it? I don't know. So
1: I do. I've heard that there are a lot of companies that will go to a lot of micro influencers because a lot of them are new Mm -hmm. and they can get away with like lowballing their prices i wish i could remember this story but like some some kid he basically only got paid like eight grand to post three instagram um pictures two instagram photos seven different tiktoks and yeah i think that was it but when they broke down the price He should have gotten roughly about a hundred something grand for it, but he, he knew not really, you know, $8,000. I mean, it's like, you know, he never got that. So he took it and yeah. And he realized, um, like, yeah, bro, never again.
0: Yeah. A lot (laughs) of these, uh, content creators, they're, they're creatives, right? They're not business people. And I had, one of the people on our team had $10 million at the time on TikTok, and he flat out texted me one night. He's like, I'm so stressed out. And he's like, I don't know how to monetize. I don't know what price I should be charging. All these companies are coming towards me, and all I want to do is just make these videos. And yeah. I felt so bad for him. I'm like, yo, you need a manager. Not me. You need, like, an actual <laughs> Not, <money. laughs>
1: Not me. But, uh, yeah, you need a manager. You need an
0: actual manager that manages every part of your TikTok, you know, that can, like, negotiate this money stuff. So
1: hmm. yeah, it's
0: do you really guys- interesting think it's interesting like kind of on
2: this whole cord too of like people who are maybe selling out to make a paycheck or whatnot like who maybe don't have the kind of spirit that guy does where he just wants to entertain and create Mm. do you guys kind of think that a lot of people are now donning facades and characters when you see them on social media oh they're like they they they
1: took they took a like they took a character well
2: so this is how i think about it when i post on my social media, I feel like you're getting a highlight reel of my life. You're getting a good hair day <laughs> most of the time. You're getting eyeliner.
1: Couple cats.
2: You're getting, you know, but like you're getting a highlight reel. You're not getting me sitting on Joe's couch right now, which is a very beautiful sight, but it's rough. Um, <laughs> You're getting like the best, but I always try to make sure that if I'm I'm commenting to somebody, it's my voice. It's yeah, yeah. bro, that's chill. Yeah. Or, oh, I, I want saying. it to sound like me. I still want it to be me. I I want my social media just to be an extension of you're getting me outside Mm. of my house. Whereas I feel like a lot of people I've met and I'm like, you are 400 pounds heavier than your social media. And there's nothing wrong with that. But like, but there is.
1: Yeah.
2: Or (laughs) there was one girl I know who edited herself so crazily on one of her pictures. She's missing a leg in one of her pictures. She didn't realize that she literally edited out one of her legs. Stuff, huh? I'll show it to you. <laughs> like, and she doesn't look a thing like her pictures in person because she's under like manipulating herself to look like an alien. Oh god! And I'm just like, so do you guys do you guys think that social media still kind of has this like effect on people like this to live in a twilight zone that you've constructed? Is it like an alternate reality?
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I could definitely see that, I, especially for TikToks. Because meeting, um, I guess the the friend you were talking about earlier that yeah. that has it was funny because like I, I talked to him all the time. I, I never really watched his TikToks, and then one day I watched it. I'm like, who Mom. the fuck is this? Uh, He's yeah. like a completely different guy <laughs> yeah. on this thing, and it's like almost yeah, almost almost kind of like fake sometimes. But like I get it. You need to like play it up. It's just like play, playing it up for for whatever for acting acting and all that. But yeah, I'd say it's it's definitely it might be them more like of a heightened enthusiastic version of them but i definitely see where you could lose yourself in it and become as they say fake
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah no there's uh we uh definitely have a friend that yeah she's so like yeah you guys try out this product this is great this is awesome and then just In person is like like totally just hates it like yeah and I'm like and I believe her an example like what you were talking about like people just do it for the paycheck yeah I 100% Mm -hmm. she does it for the paycheck and hey you know, get your bag, whatever. But um, yeah, there, <laughs> there are some people I know for a fact that's like, yeah, you're not like that. You're not like that.
0: It gets tiring. But I think, you know, not to sound like a hippie, but <laughs> it really it really matters how near or far you are from your true self. Right. Mm-hmm. Because if you're like truly yourself amongst all your group of friends, mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to be completely someone else in front of a screen. I, I know that sounds weird, but. Um, so many times I'll be out with my social media friends and then I'll call up some of my real life friends I've known forever to come hang out and I'm the same person before they show up or after and everyone knows the same me. So when I'm on social media, I can't really pretend to be somebody else because everyone, you know, it's just, it's just my life.
3: That's true. You're already in that atmosphere. It's hard to break it. But
2: what I love too is like, if you guys aren't familiar, Hoong's like, Niche in when she first started up her influencing account. I know you hate that word, but I used it. it <laughs> you can find her at Tropic Blush, and she's about like wellness and skincare. And it's interesting because one of the first real conversations we had was about this. Mm. It's an actual topic she gives a fuck about. Yeah. She didn't just choose something and go, okay, I can monetize a lot of deals off this. Yeah. She's such a nerd, and I say that endearingly, that she has like this crazy curiosity about things, and then she just has to get to know everything everything about it and I feel like you have that with skincare still like where you're like and who also just has this very warm thing where I feel like it kind of works in your favor as an influencer where you literally can show up somewhere and she'll come greet you and she'll make you feel like you're the most interesting person in the room so I feel like she, she's, if I had to go through influencer profiles and tell you if they're real or fake, she goes, she gets the real scale for sure.
0: That's so sweet. Thank you. And, mm-hmm. and even tonight, I feel like I've been talking too much cause I want to, all I want to do is hear you guys talk cause I know what I'm about to say. I, uh,
2: yeah. you know, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, I know you've been trying to ask questions and we're like <laughs> trying to beat you to it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm happy
0: to answer questions, but yeah. you know, um, in every like room in life, I, I just feel like everyone in the room has so I have so much more to learn from them yeah. than anything I could possibly we say.
1: And before we before we wrap it up, who what, what would you, you know, what what advice could you give to people out there trying to get in this uh, crazy world?
0: I would just say pertaining to social media itself that, you know, nothing comes into your life and leaves it the way that it was before things either add or subtract and that's just basic arithmetic so i think if social media Mm -hmm. is adding to your cause and your drive and your art and what you're trying to do or even your happiness that you get to like see your sister's dog all the time on there you know whatever it is if you feel fulfilled you should keep it in your life. But if it starts feeling toxic, there's nothing wrong with taking a break. Like I I took a break from my Instagram for, you know, my my work Instagram for like a year. And so now, you know, there's been a huge drop in engagement, but I refuse to let that bring me down because it's the algorithm trying to punish me for not contributing for a year when they've rewarded me with this many people. So. Don't be manipulated. Um, You know, have fun with it Mm -hmm. and and grow on it. And if you feel like you're not having fun or you're not growing, then take a break forever, for a while. Mm -hmm. It does, you know, it's an accoutrement to your life. You're not a slave to it. So don't be.
1: And where where can people find you at? You know, what's your handles?
0: My handle is Tropic Blush on Instagram and on TikTok. I just (laughs) have this internal... Ugh, oh god. With the algorithm. So I don't put much effort in there. So you'll see a lot of videos of my cat. You know, <laughs> you're into cats. He's a good boy. <laughs>
2: He's a good boy. <laughs>
0: and so so with that platform I'm just, you know, I'm managing campaigns and I'm managing the creators, but I'm not doing much on on my own there. So find me on Instagram at Tropic Blush and DM me if you need any skincare tips or Ooh. or algorithm questions, you know. Um, I'm happy to help.
1: All right. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you, Hoon, for giving us your wonderful knowledge. Very much appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys can find us on. What, what, how do we fucking? I always forget this.
2: At C A C O. W T B underscore O T a. And yeah. you can make sure you guys all the social, yes. we got it. We got you on Twitch. We got you on YouTube. You can find us even on Facebook, but we won't befriend you because those are personal accounts. If I know you in person, <laughs> okay. Marquette, I will befriend you. Um, then you can find us also on, of course, Instagram. We all have got our own. We all have got the, the family one.
1: Only fans. Y-
2: no. I, that's no. coming soon. Yeah. Blair okay. is going to be getting into it with the furries. Yeah. And yes. until we've start that phase, um, We'll see you guys next week where we'll talk shit about some other stuff.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Bye. (laughs) Bye.